I'm so excited for this episode right here. I'm so excited for this one. Super excited. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome back to the Real Man's Podcast. Episode six. Episode six. And the question for this episode was, when was the last time you challenged yourself with something, right? You challenged yourself with something. You took that challenge seriously. You took it seriously and you accomplished it. And after you accomplish it, how did you grow from it? How did you grow through this challenge? Because my philosophy is this, right? Challenges make you grow. Especially, especially if you accomplish it. They make you grow. So, as I was thinking about it one day, I was like, you know what? Let me go interview some people. Let me go interview some entrepreneurs. Let me go interview some people and just see what challenges they put themselves through. I see how they go through it. And it was amazing to me, you know, some of the stuff that was shared. So, you know, I combined those 10 different responses into one video. And now you as a viewer, you get to see 10 different ways or 10 different things that people challenge themselves to and how they accomplish it. See, I know that I want y'all to do all the YouTube stuff. I want y'all to like it, subscribe to it, comment on it, and share some of the stuff that y'all challenge yourself to. Share it. Let's grow this community together. One brick at a time. And then, oh, don't forget, share with your uncle. Share with your sister. Share with your nana. Share with your best friend. Let's go. Let's go. Let's jump right into it. No long talking. Let's jump right into it. See you on the next side. Well, I just came out with a music video. I just, I wrote a song. It's actually the second song I wrote. Came out with a music video. Actually did the music video. Executed it. Huh? Let's hear part of the song. Oh Lord! <laughs> With the curse words. <laughs> um, let's see. Make sure when you mention me, put some big respect on my name. And book now. I need a hard uh, bar. I need a sixteen. That's the bar. Oh my gosh. I need a full sixteen. Are we about to play the song right now? No, I need you to do it live. I need a full. Oh 16. Lord. Okay, eight then. Just eight. Okay. When she about to play the song, let me try to remember my lyrics. What? Um, there you go. Book now. You on knowledge, stitch or both. Okay. My HC wigs, they ain't no joke. Book now. Don't go crying. Okay. That's that's the song, y'all. So make sure you go to and comment and share it and tell all your friends. I know it's so catchy. It's so cringe when I listen to it. So what is the challenge? Getting that together. I mean, there was different people in the video. You know, you had to book book the studio. Make sure you, like, just getting everybody on the same page, which is why booking events and booking things where a lot of people are involved, I hate it. I like to be in control of everything. And when I'm working with different people, I'm not really in control of what they're doing. So I'm just hoping that everybody is good with business. But with this project, everybody was good with business, so it worked out. I'm like, thank God. That's why I like how I have my business structure, because I set the tone, I make the rules, and everybody just works under the boundaries that I have, which right. I'm going to make good boundaries for this business, because that's how it has grown to this. Right. But if I were to leave this business to like booth rent and people bringing their own personal business in here to rent chairs in here, it'd be a... It'd be a zoo in here because people are not good with business. They're not. 
And I know this because I have several stylists. <laughs> And I know what they do that I don't like. So I know the average person out there is doing the same thing. You know, so I need to be in control of all of that or it's just not going to be successful. So I was really happy with the fact that with the music video, everybody played their role to the T. I was like, oh, my God, this is a dream. It was so smooth. And when it was done, I was like, oh, my God. So you're going to get a video production as well? Uh, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I feel like my business is so, like on the verge of growing so big that I can literally, like on social media, I should only be using my songs. I should only be using my products for everything. That's kind of how I feel. I know, because I'm just kind of, we. I'm just kind of tapping into this part of business. So right. branding is about to be on 10. On 10. Very soon. Very soon. I for like real. That. For real. So Mark my words. the challenge was the music video. That was a challenge, yes. You took it seriously. I did. You accomplished it. I did. How did you grow from that challenge? Um, I grew because I was like, okay, you're going to have to step it up with content. Like, nobody's nobody's writing a song. Nobody that owns a braiding shop is writing a song and putting out a video. Where did the inspiration come from to do that? It came from... I, I just grew up liking music and liking dancing and stuff. So it just grew. It just came from me knowing me knowing that side of myself. Right. I'm like, this is going to be new to everybody. They're not even going to see it coming. And it's like, oh, I do it. And everybody's like, girl, what you doing? Girl, you're crazy. <laughs> you really did that? I like your video. So I, I know that that's how people are going to react because they would probably never do that. So mm-hmm. to see me do it, they're like, girl, you really did that? You really did that. Exactly. And that's when... So who is she? What does she do? She the owner of a brain shop? Let me see their work. Oh, they got good work. So it's just, it's a spiral of what I need it to be. The marketing. Literally. Genius. I know. And I don't even feel that way. Can you imagine? Really? <laughs> I don't feel you that way. You give some props, girl. I know, but that's my problem. I don't give myself props. I don't. I don't give myself props until somebody tries to discredit me. That's the only time I'm like, up, up, up. All right. Well. Don't forget. Let me give you a credit in this moment. Come on with it. Credit. Come on with it. Marketing genius. Hello. Got your brace salon. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Business is doing well. Yes, it's flowing, it's flowing through. Salute to you. Thank you, thank you. I'm and excited. Keep going up. Thank you. I keep going you. up. I appreciate you. This was fun. I enjoyed this actually. Um, I'm enjoying. I had to face so many, so much adversity and so much red tape and so many people telling me that it couldn't be done. And I believed that it could be done and I willed it into existence. That was the one that was at the George R. Brown Convention Center. Yeah, because my, my, a friend of mine, he a barber too, he went to it. Joe Finn. Joe Finn. Uh, yeah, 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 that's my guy right there. He was one of our sponsors. That's my guy right there. He was one of our vendors. And we had an amazing time. And it lit a fire under so many people at that expo. Because I let people know that just because, you know, you're in the spotlight or just because you've accomplished so much, it doesn't mean that, you know, you're not human or you're not going through things. And I had to let them know firsthand, like, I'm weak and I'm tired. And I'm vulnerable. 
And I've been going through so much putting that together that the only thing that kept me going was accomplishing that goal. Because once I accomplished that goal and I have all of these people here, all of these spirits, all of this energy, you know, being put on me, you know, it was it was what I needed because of the beatings that I had to take to get to that point. You know, a lot of people burned bridges with me to get to that point. A lot of fake friends fell off for me to get to that point. A lot of people who I thought were there riding for me was MIA for me to get to that point. But me still willing into existence, I found people who wanted to support me and wanted to put into me. And it was like I was dumping off so much old and shedding my skin mm -hmm. to move to this next level. You know, like, like when a snake grows, they shed their skin. Mm -hmm. And it's funny too, cause that's the nickname my grandmother gave me, was Snake. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> That's what I told her, too. That's what I told her. I said, it sounds like a bad thing, but when you say it, you make it sound cool. Like, <laughs> and I, I looked up what snakes represent, and snakes represent wisdom. You know, Kobe was a snake, huh? The black oh, mama. mama. Right, okay, okay. And and when I looked up what a snake means, and it had a lot to of, of wisdom, and and I was like, okay, well, wisdom is, is, is a good thing. Wisdom means, you know, you have a lot of knowledge and experience. And, you know, I've been doing this for 26 years now, and I feel like I've, I've learned a lot. Right. I've learned a lot in this game, but I'm still learning each and every day. Most definitely. So the challenge was putting up, putting it together. You accomplished it because it happened. It was a success. How did you grow from it? I don't have a lot of the same friends anymore. That's growth. I don't have the same mindset anymore. I've took on so much pain and disappointment and failure and hurt, and I'm still here. I absorbed a lot of energy, good and bad. And I'm still here. And with that being said, I'm hungry for more. And my plate just got that much bigger with how much I just had on it. And I ate all of that shit. All of it. All of it, every last drop, good or bad. I wanna touch back on what you just said. You said you, you lost some friends. Cause a lot of people feel like they gotta have them same friends to go with them. Absolutely. And I, and I hear people say everybody can't go. Everybody can't go. That's absolutely true. Like, what was that feeling like knowing that, dang, I, I lost a couple of people while I was trying to accomplish this? Like, is that, it, it, I guess to some degree, it's like, that it mess with you mentally? Like, damn, like, I believe me and Bro not even cool no more because, you know, like, what? Well, What's that like? What's that process like? That process brings a balance because with them falling off, it brings 
an open slot. And what are you gonna do? And what are you gonna do with that open slot? You're gonna use that open slot for the direction that you're going in. And my direction that I'm going with is up. So now with me moving up, I have this open slot. And I have this person that I just met that's on the same frequency as me that has knowledge that I need to take it to that next level. Right. That's been at that next level. That's floating on that shit. I'm taking that person and I'm putting them in that passenger seat. And we riding them. And yes, it sucks that bro couldn't make it. Or I, I call him little bro. <laughs> Put them in the back seat. And now big bro right. can come sit up front and put me on and show me how to grow. And that growth brings balance. That growth, that growth brings good to help balance out the bad. What is balance? Balance is... Because I, I, I don't think... I don't see a such thing as balance. Like, I don't believe in balance. Like that's just me though. Like what in our life is balance? What do you mean you don't believe in balance? Like like someone I I believe that if you in balance, then that means you out of focus. Mm-hmm. Like meaning that. If you're trying to grow your business, you're not going to have 100% balance in your... I mean, you're not going to be all the way locked into your family life. Like, something got to give. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just my that's just my perspective on it, though. Like, I just don't see things as balance. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but... I mean, and everybody have their different philosophies, their different takes on, on things, though. Balance is just a it's, a, it's a, it's a happy ground. And it's a, it's a place where you want to be able to equally distribute your energy into multiple atmospheres. Right. And everybody's balance and everybody's scale is different. I'm going to send you a video on what I was just talking about before I leave, so you could kind of like get another perspective on what I'm saying. But I no, I understand what you're. I understand what you're saying because you know, like you have to you have to take energy and time from certain aspects to excel right. in other aspects, right. and that creates an imbalance. Right, and an imbalance can also be a good thing because it'll allow you to to push in every in in, in certain areas. But life is never perfect. <clears throat> it's never perfect. It's never going to be exactly to the T the way right. you want it. But there's always going to be things in life that do come that you do want. But everybody has a different, you know, like, not to say the word balance, but everybody <laughs> has a different If that's your word, uh, your perspective. Word. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Don't let me change your mind. That's your word. That's your word, and I respect that. That's but no, I was just—I was—I was intrigued about what you said about you know not 
you don't believe in balance, and I was kind of just interested in in where you were going with it, right? And what you what you meant because I'm a workaholic, and it's and I love what I do, and when I when I do something, I put my all into it, and that creates an imbalance because now I'm sucking my energy from other areas See, just to focus on one thing. So you get where I'm going. Absolutely, I get where you're going, 100. percent And we all want the perfect balance in life, but we're never really gonna get it. We can we can hope to achieve a certain level, but balance is is is, is like perfection, and nobody's perfect. So I do understand that. That's I do understand where you're coming from. Okay. Good. Yes, sir. And if you don't mind sharing, what was that challenge? It was a small one. I'll tell you the small one. It was, and it was uh, working out. That's uh, not small. <laughs> Man, you know, that's, I'm doing 75 hard right now. You know what 75 hard is? Yes. I'm doing it yes. right now. Ooh, yeah, and congratulations. I'm on day 40. I'm on day 46. And, and not to cut you off, but I've been this person that, I always have an athletic build, but I've always been this person where I start working and I stop. Mm -hmm. I start and I stop. I, I'll go for a good three weeks. Mm -hmm. Stop. <laughs> but, you know, through DeAndre, when I signed the contract with 75 Hard and I committed to it, yeah. and with DeAndre calling me every day, texting me, hey, bro, come on. <laughs> now I, I passed the three-week mark now. Yeah. So, no, that's not small. <laughs> Well, I'm not doing 75 hard. I've thought about it, but I haven't done it yet. But just, um, you know, the doctor wanted to put me on blood pressure pills. And I already know it's because of my weight. If I were to lose a little weight and just mm -hmm. that walk every day, then I'm fine. Right. So I went from one mile to three miles, and now I'm at four and a half miles a day. So, But I feel good if I don't do it. I don't feel myself. Mm -hmm. So. Like, I can't even get my day started without taking my walk. And that's my, my time. I go out, and normally I'm outside. But when I seen the snake and it started getting hot, I was like, okay, let me go inside. Mm -hmm. But I can still listen to spiritual music or I'll right. listen to um, uh, Steve Harvey or um, some type of motivational. Uh, Les Brown, love Les Brown and Bob Proctor. So You know, what you're saying, these people you're listening to, I will, um, I'm going to say it here today, it's going to be someone one day reach out to me. They're going to be like, man, you know, when I'm working, I listen to your stuff. Mm -hmm. Someone's going to tell me that one day. I'm putting that out there right now in this Absolutely. moment. Absolutely. There's going to be someone that's going to reach out and be like, bro, I listen to your stuff when I'm working out or whenever they're doing something. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. For you to say that just now, that just gave me some inspiration. Mm-hmm. And I needed Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Good, good. I needed that inspiration just now. <laughs> it's going to happen. It will happen. It's going to happen. Absolutely. You're it putting it in the, in the atmosphere, in the vibration. Yes, it's going to happen. Yes, ma'am. Yes. So It um, has to. You already put it out there. I sure did. <laughs> I sure did. So the challenge was working out. Mm -hmm. Why was that a challenge? Um, like you, when you say that, I start, I stop, I start, I stop. But I just... What was your reason for stopping? <laughs> just the, the weather, anything. 
the kids ain't acting right. <laughs> um, my last attempt, I went and it's this guy over there that wants to be everybody's trainer, and he had me on this thing because I wanted to, I wanted to be fit for my fiftieth birthday. I end up um, pulling a um, what is it? A pinched nerve. I got mm. a pinched nerve in my neck. So after that, I was just kind of hemmed up, and I'm, then I, it was fear. Like, I don't want to go through that pain again. So right. that's another reason I haven't went back to the weights right. because I'm like, I, that pain is excruciating. But I still walk. So that's my, it was a challenge to get up every morning and just be committed to myself. And that's what I wanted to do. That's, that's why it was a challenge because I'm like, can you be committed to yourself the way you were committed to other people getting up going to a job every day? Ooh. You did that. So be committed to yourself Ooh. and your health. So People need to hear that one right there. If you could be committed <laughs> to somebody else going to that job, then why can't you be committed to yourself? Absolutely. I and need to find a way to structure that and put it as one of my podcast questions. Yeah. Because I feel like that one right there could bring a lot of, make people really think. Mm-hmm. Yes. And listening to Les Brown, he's like, if you're going to bet on anybody, bet on yourself. Bet on yourself. Because you know you, and you know what you're capable of. True. <laughs> so, True. I can't bet on nobody else, so I had True. to start betting on me. Yeah. So the challenge was that, and you took that challenge serious, and you have accomplished that challenge. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Salute to you. Thank you. Some people don't ever accomplish their challenges. True. So let me ask you this one last question concerning that. How did you grow? Because like we both agreed on just now, challenges make you grow. Mm -hmm. So how did you grow within that challenge? I, I grew for myself with not um, relying on a blood pressure pill because it was either lose some weight, get, you know, walk or blood pressure pills. I know I don't want to be on pills for the rest of my life. So right. that was no. Um, me hearing the doctor and taking action instead of saying, oh, well, I died some. No, I'm not trying to die. And then um, the growth, seeing other people that can't even walk, you know, and their, their struggle. Mm -hmm. And I have the, the, the means to go out and walk. I can breathe on my own. I'm not on a right. breathing machine or, you know, crutches or wheelchair. So take advantage of what God has given you. If you're not, if you don't, I feel like you just kind of like spitting in his face, kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, but if you, if he gives it to you and allows you to be able to do it, why not? True. Yeah. So that, that was a, a growth. Um, also thinking back, I used to live in California and the sun would be so like Beaming in my eyes at 6.30 in the morning, I'm headed to somebody else's job. And I'd be like, oh, I hate this son. And my mentor's mother is 89, and she couldn't see. But she had a memory, like, and she would ask me, how did it feel today? You know, and I'm like, wow, I'm complaining about the sun being right. too bright, bright in my eyes. And she's just living the sun through me speaking, and she's not complaining. Wow. Like, wow, you come. Girl, so right. that's when I had to start checking myself right. a lot. Like, 
you better start being thankful for things instead of complaining about everything. So, True. yeah. Is, you know, what's, what's even amazing that you recognize that, you recognize in that moment, like, that question she asked you, how you took that into perspective. Because some people would hear that question and just bypass it mm -hmm. and not pay no attention to it. But that says a lot about you. Like, you recognize what was going on. Wow. And that made you think, change your thought process. Like, hey, check yourself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> for real. Yeah. For real. Yes, yes. I, I think those are God downloads. Like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. I would say my biggest one was going back to school. Um, that was challenging myself. Like, I really was. Uh, what you went back to school for? I went back for video effects and motion graphics and ended up getting a degree in digital uh, imaging. Sort of the same thing. Right. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, yeah, because I went through this phase of saying I didn't need college. I really felt that way. I mean, I'm a, you know, in an entrepreneur world, so I thought I didn't need college. Um, but as time progressed, I felt like I ain't did nothing though. You know, you, you was like an athlete in, in high school. You can only hang on that for so long. You right. know, you can't say I was smart in high school for so long outside of right. college. So once I dropped out, I went to Prairie View, didn't do good there. So I dropped out and, uh, I was like, I just, I just gotta, I gotta do something that's an adult. Like whatever, I ain't done nothing. I'm I'm a grown right. man. I can't be like, oh, I was cold at football. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you just sound dumb. So I challenged myself to go back to school, and it was impossible. I mean, not even just saying the challenge. Like it was literally impossible. I had no money. Had no way to do it. I literally did it on a prayer. Um, a hey, real wait, prayer. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, that's powerful. Yeah. You said prayer. You did it on prayer. I did it on prayer. I told the lady when I signed up, she said, how you going to pray for this? I said, pray. That's a true story. Oh, my God. Yeah, I said, pray. I had no way. So for those that have little faith, do understand that I got through school with the biggest of faith. I had used up all my scholarship money and stuff like that at Prairie View. Right. And I had took loans because, you know, everybody looking over payment checks, right? Right. So when I went to the Institute, they was basically like, we don't have no money for you. I'm like, it got to be something. I don't know what it is. got to be something because I want to do it. This is the conversation you was having. Yeah. This is in the missions. This is before I even get classes. This is me going to admissions. Um, and I love older black women. They, they are gods to me because I've always gotten good situations right. with these older black women. They always help me out. It's an older black woman at the Art Institute, and she was running through some stuff. And I don't even, I can't even tell y'all what, what Pell Grant, what loan, what, what it was that right. I took because I was like, God got me. So whatever it is I need to do, right. that student loan will be there. And I remember she was, because uh, for those that went to Art Institute, you know that you have to pay almost monthly, right? However it was set up, I didn't have to do that. It was completely set up to where... I was straight. I never paid a monthly bill my two years at the Art Institute. And that's one thing that stopped people because it'd be like six, seven, eight, nine hundred dollars a month. Sometimes more than that, depending on what you're doing. Every month. That's more than rent. I can't afford that. So, go back to school. Tell us that I'm doing it on the prayer. I get all the way down to my last. What was her response when you told her that? She just kind of looked at me like. <laughs> Okay. But I think some people take me as determined, though. Right. Like, she looked at me like, 
all right. right. You know better than me. Like, you know what I'm saying? She wasn't like, yeah. She wasn't like that. She thought I was crazy. I remember she was like, you ain't got no plan. <laughs> I'm going to do what I got to do. Right. Here you go. You always this amount now. Right. Um, and I got down to my last. So you say, how did you know complete it? Because it ain't, who cares how you start if you don't complete it? Got down to my last quarter. I'm doing graduation stuff. I got to go talk to the dean. I got to talk to the dean. Dean comes in. He's like, hey, you haven't made any payments. And I was like, yeah, I know. On everything I love, I was like, I told the lady when I signed up that I was going to be praying for this, and I'm almost done. You told the dean that? I told the dean this. I was in this office, just me and him. He was like, so what you going to do? I said, sir, oh, because I couldn't get my classes. That's why I had to talk to him. Mm. I owed him. And, you know, you get old, they got a hold, you can't put them for new classes. So I went to go talk to the dean, because I don't talk to everybody. The dean was the only person. Right. And as crazy as this sound, I don't know if I'm going to get him in trouble or whatever it be. Uh, he, I told him, like, you know, the situation, like I told the lady in the beginning when I came day one that this was my plan, that I was going to pray, blah, 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 all this stuff. He goes, well, I'm going to waive this right now so you can sign up for your classes. Wow. But I need you to make one payment, at least one payment, right? And I'm poor. I mean, I'm broke. I am not joking. I'm driving like a 1990 Volvo in 2014 <laughs> like you know what i'm saying no 15 i graduated 15 so it's like yeah i'm i'm super broke and to to sum it up because you said how did you Who's finish you driving now much better though much better though so the dude i go back to the guy two weeks before my graduation to and i dean. tell him to the dean and i tell him i ain't got nothing to pay but this is i'm giving something it was $20. I put $20 on my books, and he let me get my graduation stuff. No way. I swear to God, I can't no make that up. That's the real story. He paid $20 in two years. In two years. For well, the loan stuff took care of a lot, but, you right. know, like, you got to pay monthly to subsidize right. the other stuff. So, yeah, yeah, real, real spill. Just so, so money ain't never the issue then? Nah, but it, 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 it's, it's, man, it's not. It was good. Bro, this this story is different. Yeah, but that's all my stories, though. That's all my story. We'll be all there until y'all, but all my the stories are like that. Prayer, power of prayer. I wouldn't have did it, and 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 the only reason I went back to school was like you said to finish. A, I had to start something and finish it. I had this mentor. He's like my dad. You know, he's almost like Jesus on earth to me. Probably not a lot of other people too, because he's a mentor. But when I dropped out. And I was trying something new. I was, I, don't, I tried a bunch of different stuff. He said, you know, you start a lot of stuff. You just don't finish them. And that was the most hurtful and most influential thing that ever happened. Those, that little sentence changed my whole life. Like, seriously. Because as soon as he said it, it was like a movie. It was like, started this, 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 started, 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 I was sitting like, man, why y'all keep talking? Like, oh, let the, let the teacher talk. Right. Like, you know, I became that person. Uh, so, yeah, 20, uh, 2015, I graduated from the Art Institute. 
uh, with a degree in digital imaging. That was the last thing and one of the biggest things I can say as a project that I started and finished because it's not easy. It was, you know, you basically do four years and two years. And so you go to school for mm -hmm. four quarters instead of two semesters. Right. So, yeah, it was hard. That but was hard. you did it, though. I did it. You I'm talking it. about four-hour classes. You did it. Yeah. Through the power of prayer, you did <laughs> Through it. Through the power of prayer. Yeah, definitely. Man, shout yeah. out God. Man, shout out God. Man, shout out God. I would not be had nothing without God. I swear, the power of God. Hey, this, every time. That just changed my life, bro. Yeah, every that time. That just changed my life. Every time. Because I, I feel like some people put so much limit, limit, limiting beliefs on themselves sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, man, I don't got this, so I can't do that. But I don't got this, so I can't. But you was like, man, I'm going to pray. I'm going to walk in this office. Tell them, hey, this all I. Man, I got. And it a, happened. I got a quick one. December 2017, I went home. And, you know, people, my family, they was like, what you doing? What you doing? What you got up? I was like, man, you know, I've been doing this photography thing, but I, I, I went to storefront. What is to Dallas. I went to Dallas. Mm. Went back to the family. And I was like, you know, for Christmas or whatever. And I was like, yeah, uh, I'm doing this photography thing, man, but I want a storefront. I want a storefront. I'm like, I'm, I just feel like if I had a place for people to go, I'd get bookings. Because it's hard for me to book them at a park and then it rains. Or tell right. somebody to come to your house is just... Right. Weird, you know what I'm saying? So I need a storefront. And you don't want everybody and, at your house either. Yeah, so right. I feel like the fam kind of doubted. I had my cousin was like, why are you going to do that? What? That's crazy. Fast forward, February. So from December to February, I started looking. I'm looking, 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 looking. And when I'm looking, uh, nothing's, I can't find nothing. I can't find nothing. So we do what you're supposed to do. You write down what you want. I want this. I want a garage door. I want pre-built rooms. I want all this stuff. I need this. I need this. Well, Keep well, looking. How'd you write? Did you write that in a notebook? Or you yeah, I got, got a notebook. No, I got a notebook. I got tons of notebooks. I just went through one of my notebooks, and I'm mad because I had wrote down some goals from, like, March, and I'm looking like, bro, you, you slipping. Right. So I write. I got tons of notebooks, like, everywhere. So I always write in my notebook date and time. I always write in my notebook. So I'm like, bam, I need this, need this, need this. So we were searching. I think, like, one day... Who's uh, we? Me and my wife. She was my girlfriend at this point. We were searching. And I think we went to go get something to eat. We went down this back road, and I saw a Felice sign. And I was like, man, we're going to check it out, because I've been looking at everything, so whatever. It's 2018 whatever. now. March, this is 2018. 2018. This is February. February 2018. Yeah, this is February 2018. So I'm looking at it. I'm just like, uh, I'm trying to, like, you know what I'm saying, like, been looking. So we, we, we called the person. Dude, answer. That'll never happen. You normally have to leave voicemails for these right. people. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I was like, oh, damn. I was like, Kay, just passed by one of your properties. Uh, one of you had any, you know what I'm saying, available, available units. He was like, yeah, I do. I was like, uh, when can I check it out? He was like, you check it out today. I'm like, damn. This, this is another thing. Like, this never happens. So we go look at it. It's trash. I mean, it looks terrible. But had everything that I asked for. The pre-built rooms. I saw this place without the lights on. The lights wasn't even on. Like right. you feel what I'm saying? The garage was in the back. Uh, everything that I needed was there. Basically, it was just raggedy. So I couldn't even afford it, right? I couldn't afford it. So I asked how much it is. All right, cool. Blah blah. All right, bet. I want to say the next day, somebody breaks into my car, right? Somebody break into my car. My neighbor comes and tell me, "Hey, I saw the person that broke into your car." People that stay right there. What? 
Them kids, I see them. It was some teenagers. They stay in my apartments. Nigga ain't take nothing. Stupid shit. Nigga stole gum. Dumb shit. But they was right. in, you could tell somebody be in your car. Right. So I'm mad, man. I'm like about to kill somebody mad. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel right. violated. And you live here. Right. So I'm searching for them because I know where they be at. I'm searching, I'm searching, I'm searching. I finally find a uh, little homie. He was with some people. I couldn't do nothing. So I'm just mad again. You feel right. what I'm saying? But I catch him later. I see him. I run up on him. I got a bat. I'm finna knock him block off, right? Right. I'm so mad. I calm down because he says his age. Damn. I can't whoop this nigga because I'm going to whoop you and I'm going to get right. in trouble. So I calm down. I get all this information or whatever. So I'm pissed. I'm mad. Light bulb goes off. I can't afford this apartment. I can't afford this studio. But I don't like my apartments no more because I'm about to whoop this little nigga. Like, I don't trust right. this. I don't trust him because he ain't, he ain't with partners. I done ran up on him already. So right. who knows who he know that run up on me at this point. Whatever the case may be. So I go to my apartment. I tell him, hey, man, I had an issue with blah, 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 blah. They broke into my car. I confronted him. He said he did it. Blah, blah, blah. I don't want to live here no more. All right, cool. I one more month on my lease. So that money that I was going to pay on my lease was the money to get me in my studio. I moved out of my apartment into my studio. Hold up. Like you were living in the studio? I lived in the studio when I first got it. You lived in there? I lived in there with my two dogs. Like lived in there to start it off with. Yeah. Like took all my stuff, the stuff that I couldn't fit, put it in storage, like wash dryer type stuff, put that stuff in storage, moved into my studio. So February, no, I didn't, yeah, February, when I got it, I was basically living there. Now, my girlfriend had an apartment, too, so I don't, it ain't like I right. ain't, but uh, eventually, shit, we both lived in there. But, yeah, that's 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 how that, that works. And that was coming from me, if you go back, like I said, that came from people doubting me, me knowing what I wanted, me praying for it, not seeing it, and then going back and writing it down to where everything I wrote down from, like, there were pre-built rooms. And they used to trap in the place that, that I got. So I had a recording studio wall built up, like the, the room. All that stuff was already built in there. Is that you know the same studio you went today? Yeah, the same studio I got today. I got two studios now, but Studio One was the, the one I used to live in. Yeah. Hey, you... Salute. That's all I can say is salute. Like, you did that. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. the chances people would not take, you took it. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, faith and believing in God. And now you just got me thinking, like, all that happened for a reason. They broke in your yeah. car for you to get yeah. out of your lease to save that money yeah. to put into your studio. Yeah. And it was crazy because I couldn't get it. I was like, dang, man, I just found this place, bro, but I can't afford that right now. Like, I can't afford it right now. And me thinking, it's such a good deal. I think my... uh when I got my studio, it was like $800. It's done went up since, you know, inflation. But it just be like, it was like $800. And it was an $800 uh, deposit. Even make it even worse, I had my rent, which was like $795 or something. So, you know, I was working at Red Lobster at this point. So it was like, when I, when I, when I got the, the money from the rent, I still didn't have enough. So I told my landlord, he was like, if you can just do half now, we'll wait till the the next month come, and then you can do the other half. So I got into my uh, into my studio for like twelve hundred dollars, and he gave me he gave me uh, a couple of days because I got that studio like February twenty second, and you know you got like the little, what's the name, but he didn't charge me for March, 
So I paid mm. in February. So when I got in, I didn't pay them again to April. So yeah, it was it was it was good. Man. And homie let me and I was late starting off, man. It wasn't no business coming in. I was asking partners for, hey, you got a little bit more. I need to get this rent, bro. Uh, shout out to my homie James, man, that was real nigga that. Because like, a lot of people will give you money for rent. Let's get the clean version. My bad, my bad. <laughs> you good, you good, you good. Shout out to my homie James for that, man. Because, uh, yeah, 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 man. Because not, yeah, huh? not a lot of people not a lot of people do that, man. Like, straight up. Helped out. I'll say, uh, just to keep it afloat. Because you start going down. I had a friend that just helped me stay up a little bit. And then we just floated and floated and floated to... We was able to get Studio Two, and like now I got Studio Two. Started in like a, a thousand. It was twelve hundred square foot. Now we got three thousand square foot. So yeah, it's it's be. I ain't even from an apartment to living in the studio yeah. to growing that to two studios and both doing good. Yeah, yeah, and man, God, God. Man, God, man, yeah, I'm off to get. I, I, I need one of them shirts, man, because I need. Yeah. I need to get that energy on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta Most get definitely. one. I gotta get one. Most definitely, man. I gotta get one. Yeah, I need yeah. that energy. I got you. I like you said, we locked in for sure. That's why I, I got energy. you one. I got like, you. I need one. that energy. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's big. And what's crazy is I've been to like me and my wife. We went to Miami, Colorado, Vegas, and now Cancun. We wore these shirts. We always wear like a matching thing in the airport. Every time somebody say something, whether it's this one or the one that says faith, or the other one that say faith, they always say something, always. And I don't know if it's the design or what, but it's people like, yo, where you get that from? Whether they say this or the right. other one. So at first I thought it was the design. You know, right. it catches people off. It seems provocative until I tell them what it means. And then they like, oh, man, I want one of those. I went to a t-shirt place in Las Vegas, like, to make custom t-shirts because it was cold that day. And I wanted to get a custom hoodie. And dude was like, where you get your shirt from? I'll like, oh, make these. He was like, bro, give me the website. And I'm like, bro, you make church. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, and most definitely, I'm, I'm going to try to make it a, a real thing. This is kind of like a, the, the, a, a side hustle thing, only because uh, it's the brand. It's what I believe in. These stories is, right. is based off of faith. So, I was like, like you said, you want the energy on you. Like, this, this, this comes from that, that belief. That that looking down and see full assurance in the heart that that you got this that you can do this that you know what I'm saying nothing is impossible I really don't think anything is impossible I can tell like <laughs> nothing you went you went off a prayer yeah you moved into the studio yeah that was kind of like I'm prayer too because I was like I don't know how I'm gonna make this work but it's gonna work it's gonna work for sure man it's gonna work I got some before and after pictures people be blown away with man like. Seriously, you gotta send them to me because I gotta yeah. add to this podcast. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. You gotta man. Send them to me. You gotta tell I got uh, man, when I say, and I, I know we kind of running long, but I'm a uh, I gotta get back to the other side. Let me see. Uh, I gotta show you this one thing. I think it's called Studio Remodeling. Remodeling. Let me see. Yeah, so this was taken the 20. Yeah. That's crazy. So I said the twenty second got it the same day. So the twenty second, the twenty eighteen, right. at three thirty eight, we were just passing by, and right. I just said, you know, just took the little thing, mm -hmm. screenshot that mug, took the little thing, and then, uh, yeah, see, so the twenty third, so I said the twenty second when I got it. So the twenty third, I paid my money to him. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, so, man. So, yeah, money, the huh? 22nd, yeah. So, on that 22nd, we saw $23 in that thing, man. Yeah, that's $23. I got my key at that point. So, I saw them 22nd. The very next day, I was like, bam. And then just me taking it. And this was what it looked like before. It was trash, man. Oh, man. It was trash. But I didn't even see this. What it is now is all I saw. I didn't even see it like that. Like, going back and looking at these, how you looking at them for the right. first time, is how it was for me. Like... But you had a vision. I had a vision. Look at my rooms. Trash rooms, man. Wow. Look at this. Trash. Just. I'm a, uh, bro, you gotta trash. send this. You gotta send those to me so I can add this to this to this part of the project. Yeah. That was super trash. And uh we did some building. We did building inside of it. Like I redid really the whole thing inside of there, man. Uh this that same area. It's mm -hmm. better now because we enclosed it. But mm -hmm. yeah, that was that same area back there. So, yeah, man, man off, of prayer, off of that one there, definitely faith, man. I'll send you those, like, salute, man. believe in God, man, and believe salute, in God. Man. Man, when was the last time you challenged yourself to something? You took that challenge seriously and accomplished it. And if you don't mind sharing what that challenge was, if you don't mind, if not, it's, it's okay. Because my philosophy is this, challenges make you grow. Right, right. Um, the last time I challenged myself was oh, last time I challenged myself was almost two years ago. I challenged, my, my challenge to myself was to kick depression in its butt. And my challenges and my, and my little quotes that I have, it just all revolves, death changes you. So everything that I do now, it revolves around my loss. So I was depressed for a whole year, stayed in my room for a whole year, a whole year, trying to wrap my mind around, how did all this happen to me? Um, so I challenged myself every day. I haven't overcome. It's the process. But every day I'm better at, you can be sad without being depressed. When was the last time you challenged yourself to something and you took it serious and you accomplished it? And if you don't mind, what challenge was that? Because hmm. my philosophy is this, challenges make you grow. Right, right. I'm shame right now. Because I, I know that, like, I can get stuff done, but, like, I've just been, like, on a hiatus, like, floating and, like, doing nothing. Though. I ain't gonna say doing nothing because I have been working, but I haven't been going as hard as I know I can. Because I'm usually, like, the hard worker to never stop, never stop. Right. And, and when I told you earlier about when I stopped, I still, like, I'm still on that stop. Because mm. I'm, I'm more in my mind now. Like, 
But um, I'm just I'm just answer the question. So my story is, you know, I started doing hair at the house. Eventually went to cosmetology school. Uh, finished that. That was that was something like I was proud of. And then after that, I said, you know what? I'm not gonna cheat myself. I'm going to college for real. Like I'm a, I want to be a college graduate. Right. So I went to business school while I was. Um, while I was opening my salon, which was already a major thing. I'm right. from like a small city. Nobody my age had done nothing like that. So it was like, I'm 20, 23 years old and I'm opening a commercial business on a busy street, you know what I'm saying? So it's like right. a lot of people excited. So yeah, like it was, it was like exciting. I had ran my money up. I had clientele sold up. Like it was just going good. And so I said, I'm going to school on top of all this that I'm doing, I'm going to right. school too. And so I school is up, a challenge. Yeah, school is a challenge. Okay. Business uh, major. School is a challenge. So I went uh, went to school. I graduated. Um, I, I finished. That was the hardest thing to, to do. Having a business that was open nine to nine to seven and going to school. And I was Sheesh. going to the school, not no online classes. Like going to the school. So. It was a lot to manage, but I did it. And like that, that's my most proud accomplishment in my life because that wasn't easy. Salute to you. And I barely got sleep, but Salute I did Salute to it. you on your accomplishment. Yeah. You took that challenge on, you accomplished it. I did. That's what's up. And because my philosophy is, and maybe, maybe this philosophy isn't, maybe this don't apply to you, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna just ask the question anyway. You know how I say, you know how I just told you, challenges make you grow? Mm -hmm. Within that challenge, did that make you grow? And Absolutely. if it did, in what area? I'm, I'm, I'm more valuable now. I can go. Say less. <laughs> yeah. I'll, you ain't got to say no more. Okay. You add a value to yeah. yourself. I'm more valuable now, yeah. Say less. So. <laughs> I love that. When was the last time you challenged yourself to something, right? And you took it serious and you completed it? My career. This right here, this right here. It's like I'm really big on like manifestation. And I break the year down into quarters. So, you know, uh, January, February, March, that's the first quarter. Right. April, May, June, second quarter, you know, and so forth, so right. on and so on. But like right now, we're in the second quarter and I scratched off all my second quarter goals. I'm working on my, I'm preparing myself for the third quarter right now and the second quarter not even over. You know what you I mean? You ahead of the game. All the time. That's Shout right. out to Lilski, Lilski. Shout out to Lilski. Cause I ain't telling him that. I ain't telling him I have one of my good friends, he have a power call ahead of the game of power. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't even know. So, yeah, I, shout I out to Lilski. check it out now. Yeah, hard. Signed to Walmart. I gotta go check it out. Yeah, he signed to Walmart. That's hard. Mm -hmm. That's good though. That's good you were ahead of the game, bro. That's good. Um, like, uh, so what I really do is um, research, preparation. You gotta play your hand like it's your last hand every time. And I, 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 I'm one of those people that I don't allow myself to be comfortable. Like, you know, uh, I thank God for what I, like my crib, but. I got my crib, so when I when I get up, I work every day. So when I get up and I look at where, where I'm at, that pushed me to go out here in this world and go get it. Right. You know, because at the end of the day, I still got a family. I have kids. You know what I'm saying? And I have to, and I have my own responsibilities. Question. Yes, sir. 
When was the last time you challenged yourself to something and you took it serious and, and accomplished it? Like you really focus on locked in on a challenge. Because my philosophy is challenges make you grow. If so, what challenge was that? And I'm still dealing with this challenge. And my son, he's 18, he's graduating. He graduated this year and hit off the PV. And I always told my wife. And I've been with, Sean has been my son, he was what, a year and a half, two years old? And I raised him as my own. He is my son. Really fans are bust about it. I always told my wife, <clears throat> I always told my pastor that I would never ever in my lifetime allow his biological to step foot in my house. Never. Because he caused me so many issues. Never would I allow him. And I ate crow. I invited, he came to my church, our church, when he came to the church one day. His biological dad. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we invited him. <clears throat> he came and showed up. I'm like, he really showed up. Then after church was over, I invited him to my house. What happened? It went good. No, I mean like what happened as far as like what made you invite him to the house? <sighs> Two reasons. <clears throat> Is that... How can I sit here and tell other people to do the right things and I ain't doing the right thing? And you think letting, to, letting them in your house was the right thing to do? It showed my son, it showed my son that I'm going to do anything I can for him to have some type of relation with his dad, his biological, because I was raised with our father. And I promised myself and also my pastor that I was going to do everything I can to make sure he had some type of relation with his dad. Everything, is everything peaches and cream right now? No, so it's not. Hey, so, do you think that you allowing him to step in your house enhance their relationship? I don't know, DK. I don't know. <clears throat> but it made me back off a little bit. It made me become vulnerable a whole lot because my guards... They're still up, not as not as much, but they're still up. But I had to humble myself and take myself out the equation at that point in time to show my son. Because the last thing I want to do is make is make my son feel that I didn't do everything I could so that he can have some type of relation with his biological. I don't want that on. I don't want that blood on my hands. I don't want it on my hands. And if it doesn't happen, not because I, because I interfered, because he didn't do his part. Mm -hmm. I did everything I can to raise my son. Everything. Everything, DK. It, everything within my limited ability. Limited ability. My limited ability. I did everything Your I can. Your choice of words are just so beautiful. <laughs> they are limited. So, and, and I, had to, I had to trust and believe God that, that, Wait, wait, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm still stuck on a limited ability thing. 
Are we really limited? Yes, sir. To our abilities? Yes, sir. Yes, we are. And I'm, I'm asking that because we here to be, we, we, we are here to create, right? So I feel like anything that we could think, we could achieve, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So there's no limit on that. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. <clears throat> the reason I say limited ability, DK, is because a lot of times we do things without without limited abilities because some of the things that we do in life, we can do a whole lot more. We can accomplish a whole lot more, but because of our limited amount of thinking and because God said that there are so many things he wants to show us that because of our sin nature, he can't show us these things because we have any limited ability. The word of God says that Although I'm an adult male, I'm still giving you milk instead of meat. Milk represents our limited ability. Meat represents the things, the substance that God wants us to do. When you're a baby, DK, what, 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 do, you, what, what do they feed you in your baby? Formula. Formula milk. milk. Because why? Because it's easy to digest, right? Right. The Word of God, although you may be 50 years or 60 years old, you come to church every day, your pastors is still feeding you milk because you can't conceive or receive the things that God has in store for you. So therefore, I can't feed you milk, meat, because if I feed you meat, you'll choke on it. But so I, I got to still feed you this bottom stuff to offer you to receive that stuff. So that's your limited ability. Understood. I got it now. I got it now. We can achieve. My wife, she, she achieved a doctorate. Do I think she's better than that? Yes, I do. Because why? Because my word of God tells me she is. He said we're joint heirs. He said not only that you're a, a, a conqueror, you're an overcomer. See, see, we're still overcoming things in our lives that we haven't yet to overcome. Because we don't know, we don't know the things that God has from us because we don't know what he say. People, people might look at this podcast and say, oh, you doing talking about God? Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about God because I know where, I know where I'm coming from. I know what the word of God says. The right. problem is that you don't know what he say. Right. And so therefore, if you don't know what he say, how can you believe? And if you don't believe, how can you know what he say? You won't. So we'll, we'll, we'll go to school and read a book to pass a test to get a degree. But when we, we won't read the word of God to help you get there. Who will give you the ultimate, the ultimate, the ultimate prize, which is salvation. Mm-hmm. Let me get off that. <laughs> uh, I'm but sorry. To answer, no, it's fine. It's fine. And that's the beautiful thing about my podcast is that um, the questions I ask, it just makes people open up and be so transparent. And I believe in transparency. Yes, sir. So when people start talking, like I just let them go. You got <laughs> okay. it. You got it. Okay. Um, so you said you're still dealing with the challenge today. Yeah. So... When would the challenge be completed? Like, 
you know how you put a check mark is completed or does that or in this situation or it's never completed like what for my son oh i'm learning uh dk that i gotta just let him go because i did everything i can i'm not saying let him go completely but i just gotta stand back and let him do it he's 18 years old now the age of accountability is 12 years of age He's a grown man. He's, 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 he's 18. Now, you might have grown men that's like 30 years old and still thinks like a child. But he proved himself in a lot of ways. He has to grow up. And the things that he's going to learn, be it good or bad, is going to be from his own experiences. Now, I'm not going to let him fall flat on his face. Don't right. get me wrong. I'm still going to be there for my son. But in some, in some areas, I, I just got to let him go and experience some things to where... My concern, DK, is that he's going to go somewhere It's going to teach him differently than what he was raised in and the things that sustain him for up until now that he loses his focus on that. And that brings us back to the Bible. I, I, I can't remember exactly which verse it is or which scripture it is, but it says something like, um, train a child in a way that he must go and he'll never depart from it. So if you feel like you did your part, mm -hmm. you shouldn't have no worries. That's true. That's true. That's true. And because you just told me you did everything you could. I did. I did. So what's the worry? As a father, as this, this earthly vessel here, I'm not perfect, and I don't make no excuses. I just don't want him hurt. That's understandable. I don't want I don't want my son hurt, and because if you hurt my son, you hurt me. Definitely. And I'm be honest with you, DK. You hurt my son. The other Mike might seek. <laughs> and he ain't a good person, man. I'm, I'm I'm being totally honest, people. You hurt my son. I'm a family. You're gonna see the other Mike. He's not a good guy. He's not a good guy. You don't want that version, huh? Nah, I, I don't <laughs> want that version. And, and and that's not to be mean, Uggs. Is that is that I just don't I don't want nobody to hurt nobody in general, man. right? You know, and that all. Uh, but when you sit there and you, and you pour your your life and, and substance and, and into your family to make them better, you don't want no one to come in and right. hurt that. You know, as a father, and as a, as a, as a protector of your house, mm -hmm. you don't want nobody to to, to you know. Sure, I do. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah, and so and and I you know I want him to. To prosper and be in good health. I, like I said earlier, the word of God said, I, I boost above all things that you prosper and be in good health. I want him to be in good health. I don't want anybody to hurt him. But I know that in, in this is for to build him up, he's going to go through some heartache and pain. I know he is. And it's going to make him strong because he has a good foundation. Mm -hmm. See, his foundation wasn't built on sand that you pour water on and it's, it's going to fade away. No, he, he's been built on the side of the rock of Jesus Christ. I know, I know where his foundation lies. I know where it lies. I just want, I hope that he doesn't forget. I hope he don't forget. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's going to forget because like you said, he was brought up in, on Jesus Christ. So yes, he was. Yes, he may stray away. We are stray away at times. That's but true. if that foundation is solid, we're going to find our way back. I totally agree. Whether it takes six months or three years, mm -hmm. but we're going to find our way back. Yeah. I strayed away, came back. Sure did. Sure did. One last one. I'm going to let you get up out of here. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I have two more, but I just want to pick one. 
No, you can um, ask both of them. That ain't a problem. <laughs> okay. Is being fearless an illusion? Is being fearless an illusion? I think so. I think so. God said he, gave, he didn't give you a spirit of fear, but of a spirit of, of uh, love and of a sound mind. He didn't say he gave me the spirit of fear. Anytime that I went to uh, pull a car over, I don't, I don't know what that person might do. He might have just shot and killed somebody. He might just, I, I don't know. I didn't fear that person, but I was very cautious. Sometimes we fear things, DK, you already defeated yourself. My son, he's playing AU basketball. Uh, no, I'm sorry, this year they're playing, well, football and basketball, but I'm going to say, uh, say football when they, when they play Katie Pateau. That's how you say it? Pateau? And football in playoffs. And, they, and that team destroyed every team that they beat, that they came against. My son, we're going to lose. Son, you're going there with a defeated attitude. Why are you fearful of them? You already defeated yourself because you see you're scared of them. He didn't create a pitch in his mind already. Yeah, so he created an illusion that he's scared of them. And so, and guess what they went out there and did? Lost. They lost horribly. He, he, didn't, he didn't play as well, but that's just an example. So is fear an illusion? Yeah. Because we shouldn't, we don't, God didn't give us that fear, of, uh, a spirit of fear. So where does fear sound. come from? Fear, fear, fear if is. If God didn't give it to us, then where did it come from? Fear is derivative of that, that three-letter word, sin. See, let's, let's go back to the beginning, what the word tells us in Genesis. God made Adam and Eve and said, I give you everything, but don't eat of that fruit, that tree of in the midst of the garden, the tree of, of good and evil. Their life was perfect. They didn't fear. They would, he was walking around in the garden, stroking the lions. He named all those lions and tigers. He, he named all those things. Wasn't fearful of none of those things. Nothing. Why? Because God made him that way. My, the God I serve don't fear nobody. So, so if my God, if my God has no fear and, he, and he, there's no fear in, here, in, in him, why is he going to make me that fear in me? Right. He didn't say that. He said, I give you a power, love, and a sound mind. Not fear. So here comes sin because he ate of because he because he disobeyed God's commandment. So now here comes sin. Sin sets in fear, discontent, hatred, anger, fighting, uh, killings. Fear, sin brings in all those things that goes against what God created us to be. So is it an illusion? It is. It is. It's something from the devil. He, he said he's a roaring lion, seeking the earth who he may kill, steal, and destroy. Fear does what? It destroys us. Sure do. It destroys you. Now, if, if I didn't have a, some type of backbone in, 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 in my back for my family, where would we be today? Where, where would I be today if I got so scared that I was too scared to leave home and, and go? Fear. Still been at home, I Still guess. Still been at home. Like my older brother is. He ain't doing nothing. That's another story. But fear, we, 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 we put fear on a pedestal and then it becomes part of our life. 
It becomes part of our diction. It becomes part of our mindset. It becomes part of our intellect. It becomes part of us to where we fall prey to fear. So that's not a part of our, our makeup that God gave us. We put that there. It's fear in the dictionary? Yes, it's in there. It's in there. But that's not in the makeup of God didn't give us that. It's not. He said, he said we are more than conquerors. King David. David. With his little ugly ruddy boy keeping the sheep back there on the mountaintop. Back there behind the mountain. And that big old giant from the Philistine army, Goliath, come and challenge the army, the, 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 the army of Israel, the army of God. Saul, who was the king, was scared to, and, and all the guys, were, he was, Saul was the king, he was, he, he was scared to face Goliath. Face Goliath. Here come little ugly, ruddy David, little bitty thing. He said, why are y'all fearful of this uncircumcised Philistine giant? He said, I done, I done conquered my bear. I done conquered my lion. So Saul said, take, David said, no, I can't take your armor because I haven't proven myself in that armor. I'm going to take my slingshot and my rock and I'm going to go slay this giant. And what he did, he, he slayed Goliath. Mm -hmm. He slayed him. Where was fear at? Nowhere in that dimension fear that David, David, no, David said, uh, I conquered my bear and my lion. He didn't say I was fearful of him. He said, I conquered him because God gave me, a, he didn't give me a spirit of fear. He said, we're more than conquerors. We're overcomers. David overcame Goliath. Job overcame Satan. Job lost everything he had. Everything. Then God gave him blessing two, three times for Two, three times more. Yes, he did. He didn't mention fear nowhere in there. But we mentioned it. And when fear sets in, that's when we lose focus. We lose track of everything that, that, that God has placed before us. And that, that he said we, we can achieve anything that we set our mind to, not fear. Not fear. Not fear. <clears throat> so fear is an illusion. Fear is an illusion that we put there. That, we put that there. Satan has put there. Sin has created that. Not God. I've never looked at it that way until today. It's not, man. I mean, it's not. I mean, why, why should we fear any? Why should we fear any man? Why? I mean, I know it sounds kind of maybe crazy to say, but, but, but why should we? Oh, God, man. Don't fear nobody. Especially when we are created equally. That goes back. We don't know what the word says. The people say, well, the Bible's been chopped up and removed. and I don't care about if all of it ain't in there. I'm going I'm to read and believe and have faith with it, what that says because right. the Bible says you cannot conceive everything from God. If you can't receive that, how can you receive, conceive everything from God? Right. He only gave you a small portion there. But we want everything else. But you can't, you can't receive that much the size of a mustard seed, but you want everything else. And you're so worried about how many books have been left off the Bible. Come on, man. You're getting too deep for me today. <laughs> I'm sorry, DK. You're getting too deep for me today. But it's the truth, though. It's the truth. It's the truth. And, 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 and you know, that's, a, that's a, a thing I got off Facebook, and it had a blue pill. had the word truth written on it in, in the person's mouth, his teeth. He said, truth is a hard thing to swallow. But we, but, we re, but we would really accept fear, hatred, lies, and deceit and live on those things. But truth is a hard pill to follow. 
but you, but swallow, but you accept in hatred, fear, discontent. You accept that stuff, type of stuff. Why? What is it though? Why? Cause we we don't. Baby, hold that thing up. Hold that up. My Bible. Get, bring me that, please. Yeah, bring me that. Thank you, babe. I love you. <laughs> this is why. Because we don't know what the word of God says. This man told me, I don't, I think I told you this here, TK. This man told me he read the Bible from front to back. I said, okay, tell me what you learned. So you think it was a big trophy that you read the Bible front to back? I'm 54. I, I've never read the entire Bible yet. I don't care if I read it, the entire Bible. I want to read one verse, and I want God to speak to me through that verse and give me some type of understanding of that so I can apply it into my life. Right. I don't care anything about reading the whole Bible. It's a whole lot of information in here. And, and the problem is that that's what's in here. We don't read that, DK. I really... DK, what, what, what? Let me talk to you, DK. Hey, tell, tell me, what, tell me what, what the word said about this here. No, no, you can read it for yourself. Right. Give me one second. My wife. Okay, yes. <laughs> and she the only one that's she the only one that can give me to answer my phone on camera. Hey, I'll tell on you. Camera. you she the only one. Respect the wife. She the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if she want. I missed it. Let me call her right back. Yeah, call her wife, man. Hello. Yeah, what's yeah, going? Like a kid too. Hey, babe, I'm I'm almost done. Okay, we mid interview right now. I got one more question. I'm I'm gonna be done. Give me like 15 minutes. I'm gonna call you right back. All right. All right. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. My apologies. No, 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 when no. It comes no. to her, she the only one that can get me answer the phone. Everybody else call. Y'all gotta wait. Same thing with her. <laughs> I mean, my chief talked to me one day. I said, Chief, could you hold on for a moment? This is my wife calling. All right. Yeah, I'm going to answer the phone. I feel you right now. <laughs> I'm glad we I'm glad we see eye to eye on yeah, that one. I'm going to answer the phone. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to answer. Or yes, text, sir. But I'm going, I'm going to answer. Yes, sir. Because you, you never know. She might be hurting somebody. You mm -hmm. never know. And I hate to miss that phone call. Me too. If she got in an accident, got hurt, all the boys. I'm going to answer the phone. Right. Yep. So to answer that question, yes, fear is an illusion. Fear is an illusion. Gotcha. And for now, I challenged myself to do something that took it seriously and actually accomplished it and did it was, um, it was something that was very personal. Uh, I'd like to say about three years ago, um, I recorded a uh, short film with my family, my father, my brother, uh, and my three sons, and I called it Love and Legacy. It's a short film. It's on YouTube right now. You can go check it out. Um, Definitely will. Yeah, it, I think it'll be a blessing to you. And at that time, we all lived in different cities. Mm -hmm. We all lived in different cities. And it was so good when we were together and how we were sharing. How You know what I'm saying? Right. We were just talking. And right then, after we recorded, I said that my goal was to get us all in one city at one time. I had no idea how that was going to happen. Right. I didn't know where it was going to be or anything. And then, over time, things just started happening. The company that I was working for at the time had a, uh, you know, a location here in Houston. Mm -hmm. So I got the transfer and I came to Houston. Then from there, I moved my brother here. 
right. to live with me. After that, I moved my father here to live with me. My oldest son was already here with my two grandchildren. Mm -hmm. And then now my aunt, who was in the movie as well, she just moved here just this yeah, weekend. Yeah. So that was long term, but that was definitely something that I saw. Had no idea how I was going to get right. it done, but I had it in my heart and mind that it was going to happen. And now it's happening. Now we've all relocated here to Houston and we're here together. Was it hard to get them to come? Um, at first, because my father and my aunt, they're both 81 years old, so they had been in the Chicagoland area right. for over 60 years. And it's hard. People resist change. <laughs> All day, every day. Again, but, but, but again, we said this earlier, maybe that's the theme of the podcast. Change is inevitable. It's going right. to happen. Right. But transformation... And actually leaning into that change, right. that's a choice. That is a choice. And they had to make the choice to come here. And I had to convince them. Uh, and I did. And, and they're happy now. They are so happy that's good. that they made that choice. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. Well, I, I heard you say it. it's personal. So, I mean, you don't have to share nothing personal in your life if you don't want to. No, man, I want that's, to. That's just a disclosure. No, no, but I want to because I think real talk I think so many people are surface that it's hard to reach people sometimes. Right. Like being real is what right. we need because, come on, man, most of the stuff on social media is overblown and mm -hmm. everything is great. Right. And in our real lives, man, life ain't great all the time. It's not. It's so not they need it. to see somebody that's real. It get ugly sometimes. Bruh. And then also y'all need to see somebody with some gray hair talking right. about how they're having a good time. <laughs> right. Or a hard time, rather. You know what I mean? And, and you know, younger brothers like you need to be around guys like me who's really real about their situations and circumstances mm -hmm. so that you can really learn. So I agree. 100%. All of it's on the table today. Let's talk about it. I agree. Y'all did it. Y'all did it. Y'all did it. Y'all made it all the way to the very end. Very end. What y'all think about this video? What y'all think about the challenges? What y'all think about their responses? What y'all think about how did they grow through it? Let me know. Let me know in the comments. Let me know in the comments. And then also, share some of your stuff. Let's see what challenges y'all took on. Let's see how did y'all grow through it. I want to know. I want to know because I'm interested in that. I'm interested in knowing. So yeah, let me know. And let's keep this community growing. Let's keep it growing. And y'all know how we make it grow? We share it with different people. We share it. Share it, share it, share it, share it, share it. And comment on it. And like it. And subscribe to it. Because y'all know I love y'all. And I just want to say thank y'all for supporting me on this journey. I truly, 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 truly appreciate y'all. So much. So much. Thank you again. Peace.